process man i hate internet bro yeah you know know how people say like internet's undefeated you know what i say the internet is not undefeated (laughs) because it took me a good two (laughs) weeks to get my internet fixed so for those of y'all our viewers i apologize i have been gone for a while it feels like i mean obviously joined uh live from hoover from my phone but uh, Reagan had to cover for me, I believe, the the show before that. Uh, we, we, of course, had Memorial Day. Dad's birthday was Tuesday, so we didn't go Tuesday. Um, so we apologize. Feels like it's, it feels like it's been forever that I've sat down at this desk <laughs> and we've done a show. Yeah, and here I am in the car. So Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the street continues for it being a little different. It is what it is, though. We're having a show, and, and we're talking uh, postseason baseball, and, and it's going to be a lot of fun, Zach. I mean, really looking forward to this weekend. I think it's going to be a blast. Um, obviously, LSU uh, is the fifth national seed. Uh, I think they get a great draw. We'll discuss that more in detail. Um, I'm actually wearing my green. Uh, go green, wave. Go green. Reverse psychology. Reverse psychology. Uh <laughs> Um, they get. A, I think they got a great draw. We'll talk about that. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about the SEC tournament since we haven't been able to yet. Well, briefly. Uh, I mean, I, I think everything that's you know needed to be said and discussed about the SEC tournament has pretty much been. But we'll we'll talk about it and give our thoughts and our opinions um, about it. Zach <laughs> shook that Christian little internet, Doug. Oh man. Um. And then uh, there's there's a few other things, a little extra at the end, something a little extra at the end. We're going to discuss a few things, that uh, some commitments and whatnot. Uh, but we're glad to be back. Tyler, what's up, man? Appreciate you being back in here. I saw Robert was in here. How's everyone doing? We're doing great, man. I'm, I'm really doing great. Um, I, I'm taking a trip to St. Louis this weekend, so I'll be watching the Tigers from St. Louis. Kind of, Yeah, kind of excited. Be doing some fun things, keeping up with the Tigers there. Um, so Zach, uh, first segment here, uh, we won't spend too much time. You were there for the second game against Arkansas. Um, I guess first give us your experience. What's Hoover like? Was it, did it live up to the hype? Uh, did you like the venue? Um, all those things. I mean, what did you think from your experience? I mean, obviously the result wasn't the greatest, uh, you know, losing in a really tight game like that. And, of course, the way that they lost with the catcher's interference really sucked, honestly. Uh, we're not going to talk about it because it's been talked about already plenty now that it's Thursday. Um, but I enjoyed it. I really loved it. I know we lost, but it was a it's, it was a bucket list item to get to go there. I, I really enjoyed the venue. I liked the venue. Um, you know, it, it's weird. No, no – uh, bleachers no no stands out in the outfield uh really you know so but we had great seats um really cheap honestly to go like if you are a college baseball fan if you're a big LSU fan which LSU is almost always in the tournament right in the SEC tournament um I remember a time they weren't I don't I I don't I really don't um the you can get really good seats for cheap prices right a lot of people they buy the general admission and let me tell you it was packed out with LSU fans. Like, like I got to be honest, it was probably 80-20. Like, wow. 80, like whenever LSU and Arkansas are playing, it was probably 80-20. Yeah. Um, 
So it was a really fun experience. They had a really cool, you know, they had the convention center uh, that's right there next to the stadium and all kinds of different things that were going on, uh, you know, for kids and the family. I think dad and them went and played some cornhole while I was doing the show uh, live from the the sidewalk pretty much. It was funny, too, because there was a lot of people walking behind me like, what the heck is this guy doing? Like, I'm so confused. (laughs) Like, what is this guy? Is this guy an announcer or something? Why is he talking about the game like this? It was funny. (laughs) Um, but regardless, um, you know, it wasn't, wasn't the outcome that I think LSU fans wanted, but I gotta be honest with you, Reagan, I'm not really upset about it, uh, at all. Yeah. Um, you know, on the, on the weekend, like the flaws that you had were really corrected. Um, I mean, the bullpen looked phenomenal. Now what was concerning was the hitting. I mean, LSU surprisingly was one of the best, was I think the top team in the conference, during the tournament and hitting. Um, uh, one of the top two averages. Yeah, they were one of the top two averages hitting in the tournament uh, and hits. Like, they it, – it wasn't like they had a problem hitting the ball. The problem was when they hit the ball. Yeah. Right? They they couldn't get the timely hits that they needed because there was always a ton of guys on base. And LSU has struggled with that this year, which concerns me a little bit going into this postseason. Is that something that we see continues here in the postseason? Uh, because if so, you know, definitely very concerning. But I think the things that you needed to work out in the tournament, you did. Um, you worked out the bullpen. I think Jay Johnson has found out who he can trust, the guys that he is going to go to. I, I think what we saw in the SEC tournament was similar to what you're going to see. Like, and I'm talking about pitching, lineup, like all that. I think that's what we're going to see here in the postseason in the regional yeah. if they make it to the super regional, uh, and of course if they make it to Omaha. I think you know that's what we're going to see. Right. Uh, and we'll talk about all that here in the next segment. But overall, great experience. I just hated it for Dad. You know, we were going there to celebrate his birthday and mark it off the bucket list, and unfortunately they lost. And we had a bunch of Arkansas fans that were all all in my uh, comments and and DMs uh, for some reason. Uh, because of uh, us losing, you know, that game. And, you know, they're they're a better team, apparently. Um, so, anyways, <laughs> uh, that was interesting. No, they are a really good team. Uh, you lost to a really good Arkansas team. Uh, you know, you now have split – you've kind of split your games, uh, four games there, uh, two for us, two for them on the season. Um, and then, of course, A&M. A&M, A&M what sucked about A&M was it, it really felt like you were dominating that whole game outside of the – the home run like yep you looked great um that entire game unfortunately you just couldn't get hits when you need to get hits and i think you know jay johnson has done a pretty good job uh, managing this bullpen considering the injuries but he's made mistakes right you bring out christian little in game three uh, of the georgia series that's a mistake um when he brought him out you bring out dutton uh, against A and M in the SEC tournament, that was a mistake. I, I Gidry was ready. I yeah, mean. Gidry was ready, man. Like I wholeheartedly believed that Gidry should have come in the game. But all that to say, Reagan, I'm not really upset about the SEC tournament. I'm more focused about this week. Yeah, and and look, make those mistakes against Georgia. Make that mistake in the SEC tournament. Fine. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, you know. Don't make that mistake in a regional. Don't make that mistake in a super regional uh, or Omaha, uh, which I highly doubt Jay Johnson will do. Um, look, we we I, as I'm with every LSU fan who was like, man, you know, we should go out and win this tournament, and I wish we would have. I, I fully wanted that, um, but even though we lost the tournament, like that doesn't mean the world's falling apart. Um, everything is still in view. Um, I would love to have captured that tournament. I love that tournament. It's always a lot of fun to watch. Um, and I'd love to be SEC tournament champions, but it is what it is. I think there was a lot of positive to take away. Uh, some of what you mentioned, I mean, <clears throat> Hurd's start was very encouraging. Sure. how closing that game was encouraging. Holy crap. Riley Cooper came in and absolutely blanked Arkansas after the catcher's interference. I I mean, he dominated their lineup after the catcher's interference. 
Yeah. And he really did his job. I mean, he did his job. He made the pitch. Uh, the bat clipped, you know, Malazzo's catcher's mitt. It was called. Out three was recorded, but they bring him back. You know, they score. Anyways. Um, but other than that, I mean, he was nails. I mean, just great stuff. Yeah. Uh, just couldn't capitalize offensively. Um, so that was really encouraging. And um, Gidry looked extremely solid. Floyd gave you another incredible start against A&M. So, I mean, just really good stuff uh, overall uh, from the bullpen, considering the last few weekends. Um, the bullpen issue was was what we were most concerned about, I think. After that, I think, okay, you have your arms that you can trust. You know who you can go to. Let's ride, <clears throat> you know, let's ride those guys. Yeah. And it's more than what you had last year which is awesome because you really only had like three bullpen arms you could trust last year uh, in Reiselman, uh, Gervais, and Cooper. And like that's like all you had out of the bullpen, and you were wearing them out. Uh, you got more help this year, thankfully. So I'm pretty excited um, with what we found in Hoover in our bullpen. I, I loved the – oh, and let's not forget Herring. I mean, I know uh, Herring yeah. have his, uh, you know – amazing outing as like Cooper and Actonhausen, but he was still very solid and, and, and took care of business. Um, so that's kind of my takeaway from Hoover is it sucked that you lost the way you did, but man, you, you had some great positives going into regional and you were able to rest guys like Tommy who sat out the A&M game. Uh, I mean, let's talk about how many times we had runners in position that Tommy would have been up to bat. Yeah. Uh, the RBI leader in the country, like what <laughs> made a huge difference in that game. Yeah. Um, so not too disappointed uh, about the SEC tournament. I love winning the SEC tournament, but, you know, regional play, super regional, far more important. Um, and so I'm, I'm really looking forward to this weekend and glad that we were able to do what we did um, to kind of figure out our arms um, because it really feel like, solidified those things in my opinion so uh zach that that's my take on the sc tournament i was just glad that arkansas didn't win it that that's the only thing like outside of lsu whenever a&m beat arkansas and bandy beat florida i was like oh <laughs> I, like i could care less now yeah yeah like my my feelings aren't hurt now like i, yeah. I don't i don't care anymore i was the same uh, way so uh, that that and then, of course, Vandy won it all. So I'm like, okay, you know, well. <laughs> yeah. So is what it uh, is. good tournament, but uh, we'll look forward uh, to this weekend and, and hopefully next weekend too uh, more often. So, Zach, let's – I know there's some comments flying in. We'll get to a few of them, and then we'll transition uh, to our preview because I know that's going to be the bulk of our, our, our conversation tonight. Yeah, so this kind of leads us into this segment. Uh, Doug Nose said, if Dutton or Little issue a walk or give up a hit, they need to be pulled uh, going forward. It's a pattern of snow- snowballing from there with the, those two, which I've I've mentioned in our in our group messages uh, during games and even in other group messages that I've uh, that I'm in with, on Twitter. I do believe that going forward, Jay Johnson knows like. What you again? What you saw this past weekend in the SEC tournament? I fully believe that's what you're going to see in this postseason play. Like Gidry, there's there right now. Right now, I think there is five bullpen pitchers that Jay Johnson trusts and that he's going to go to whenever your starters are out. Right. So let's 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 discuss this, Reagan. Your three. Who's going to be your three pitchers? And I think me and you both agree. We kind of went back and forth a little bit, kind of thought about it a little bit. I know kind of initially we said, you know, Ty on on Friday, Skeen Saturday, and then Hurd or Javon, Javon Coleman. Oh, that's changed. That's, that's changed. changed. Um, with who you have, with who you're facing in Tulane, which, by the way, 
and I'll let you discuss the draw because I, I know you're you're really big on that, and I agree, I wholeheartedly agree. But I have to I have to say, and I know you will agree with me hundred percent on this. I I fully believe you do the exact same thing that you did in this tournament. You go her game one against Tulane, then you have Skeens in the marble game to face the two or the three, and then you have Ty Floyd on uh on Sunday to close it out and get the sweep and move on to the Super Regionals. And I love that setup. You saw in the SC tournament, they brought Javen in to be relief pitching. Uh, I think he's one of those – I said five, really six, honestly. We, I think we mentioned five, and we completely forgot about Javen when we were discussing this the other day. So I fully expect it to be Hurd, Skeens, Floyd. I think if it changes, it's going to be Floyd, Skeens, Hurd. But I fully expect it to be – Heard Skeens Floyd, because um, that 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 matches up better on the with the rest, right? Yeah. Uh, with their rest, uh, and and their and their whole healing process and getting you know after after pitching, so um, I think that's set. And I think going forward, now like when you get to the super regional, it's going to be Skeens Floyd, right? I mean, yeah. I, we no. fully expect that now. If you have to go to game three, you know, do you go Javen? Do you go Hurd? We'll see. I think um, who he goes to if you, if you need game either three. Either way, I'm confident, right? So yeah. the six guys that we know, and I think all LSU fans understand this, that we know for sure that Jay Johnson can trust, pull and bring them out of the bullpen, right? Nate Ackenhausen, Gavin Guidry, Riley Cooper, um, Herring, Javen Coleman, Griffin Herring, and Blake Money, right? I think those are the six that you really trust. The two that – two, three that you really need um, that I kind of agree with Doug. I, I, I agree with Doug, but I think you also have Collins in here. Dutton and Little right now, they have just not shown you that you can trust them right now. And I completely agree with Doug. And the, the Collins, which is which, what's weird with Collins is, I feel like the the pitch sequences have really hurt him because they have really just heavily leaned on the breaking ball, and he's got other pitches. Yeah, like you like that's what hitters been expecting. They've been hitting curveball with him, so like I would like to see them. Yeah, he's got. Yeah, he's got four pitches, so I'm like, I would really like it if they tried to, you know change the pitching was up and let him use his other pitches. And I yeah. feel like that would throw, that would definitely throw hitters off uh, because going into the post and that'd be good because going to the postseason, I mean, whenever he comes to the game, teams are going to be sitting curveball, right? Yeah. And then whenever he's not landing the curveball, they're going to be sitting fastball. Like, so working those two other pitches he has, and it's going to have, it's going to throw hitters off balance with Dutton little. You bring, if you're going to bring them in, right. I don't, you, you only bring them in if you have to, right? Yeah. But, I mean, like game one, if her goes, you know, five six innings and gives you the outing that he gave in the SC tournament, they're gonna throw they're gonna throw Nate for the rest of the, the, the for the the latter half of the innings, and let him go as long as he can. That's kind of what Jay's doing right now. Let him go. If they're recording they're- outs, let him go. He's gonna let him ride. And that's, I think that's what he has to do. And I think that's that's the right thing to do right now with with considering what you have in this bullpen uh, and considering how certain guys are looking right now. So, you know, and then game two, you're going to have Skeens go six or seven innings. You bring in somebody like, like Gidry or Cooper, um, let them finish out that game. And then the same with Hurd, uh, or excuse me, with, with uh, Floyd. Uh, and you've got those six guys you can rely on to, to close out ball games. Um, you don't really necessarily need a closer because Ty's giving you six to seven innings. Skeens is giving you six to seven innings. Uh, Hurd's going to give you, you know, hopefully he, he can replicate, you know, what he did in the tournament. But if he's able to do what he did in the tournament, you know, he's going to give you four, five, six innings. And you just got to have one of those six guys in all three of those games to close out the rest of the game. And you're going to be fine. Um, that's how LSU can succeed here in the postseason, especially here in the in in the regional. 
uh, specifically setting up like that with Hurd, Skeens, Floyd. Yeah. Um, I'm really interested to see, like, when we get to, like, Floyd, right, when we get to the Floyd game, I'm really interested to see who he brings out first. Um, I would expect Cooper, you know, Cooper, Nate, Herring, Gidry, like, I'd probably expect those four in the first two games, uh, you know, not not like a combination, but just you're going to probably pick two guys out of those four in the first two games. Um, so what do you do in the third game? Um, I think LSU is going to run into an issue, you know, what if you don't get the best outing from her? What if you don't get the best outing from Floyd? That's yeah. where I think LSU is going to run into some issues. Yeah. So I really believe that that's how they've got it lined up. Um, so what's what's your opinion on 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 that on pitching? I guess you can kind of discuss that, and then maybe we can get into some hitting here uh, in the lineup a little bit as well. Yeah, well, honestly, you know, with Dutton, it's not a walk issue. If you look at his walks, he has only walked five guys the entire season. Correct. Um, he's a pitch to contact guy. Not a lot of strikeouts and not a lot of walks. He records a lot of groundouts and a lot of flyouts. His issue, Dutton's issue, a lot of times is is location, and yeah. the home run that 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 Haas hit off of him, uh, bro. I saw it a mile away. I, I mean, it was a breaking ball way up in the zone. I mean, just begging to be hit out, uh, just pleading to be hit out. Um, so. When Dutton can locate, I mean, that breaking ball needs to be falling off the plate and, and in the dirt. And it was like dropping in belt high, and he cranked yeah. it. Yeah, it needs to start in the zone and then yeah, bottom out. out. Exactly. Um, so, you know, he's only got five walks on the season. So if you get into a bind where you have to have somebody come in, I would much rather see Dutton come in than Christian Little because it was Christian Little and problem he, he cannot yeah. find the strike zone right now um if you <laughs> if you have to use little at all i would prefer it to be this is gonna sound crazy Clean inning i would prefer it to be a nobody start. on i want him i would want him to start an inning or have the start to the game and if he's struggling you pull him before it gets too bad yeah. uh, or bring him in you know at the beginning of an inning where, you know, he's not having to pitch out of the stretch because it seems like his problem is pitching out of the stretch. He gets into the stretch and he cannot find the strike zone. You do not bring him in with like runners on two, two on. Reagan, I, w- right. I would even go as far as saying like, you probably don't start them because in a start, you still have to bring somebody in and warm them up and go cool. through all that. Like it needs to be a situation where it's, in game, you right. already have you've already had some other guys warming up with him alongside of him. You bring him in, and then if if he walks like the first batter, you know you yank. Well, yeah, uh, well, if if I'm starting Christian Little, I'm there's going to be people in the bullpen first inning, like ready to go. Like, hey, you know, if it goes sideways, we've got a plan. Yeah. Um, I mean, at this point, you should know that with him, uh, you should be prepared for that with him i mean yes yeah. i mean i hate to be like the like a, i feel like i'm a jerk when i'm saying this but like it's been consistently bad so like you should expect we need a plan after this if this goes sideways um but in terms of like you know what we you, what you've been discussing absolutely like last year we had three guys this year we got like six guys that are really solid six guys that can extend six guys that can get a whole bunch of outs and eat up a whole bunch of outs. And if you get three good starts behind them or in front of them, you know, it's, it's a recipe for success because did they struggle to score with runners in position at the tournament? Yes. But with a full lineup with Tommy White in, I really think we win the A&M game. Um, and I'm really not concerned about our scoring when we're averaging nine runs a game. Like, I'm just not concerned about it. <clears throat> if our scoring was what it normally was and we were getting that pitching we got in the SEC tournament, 
we could have won the whole darn thing. Uh, I mean, honestly, <clears throat> what we were doing in the SEC tournament in terms of our starting pitching and our bullpen is a recipe to find yourself in Omaha, Nebraska. Um, because, I mean, that is what our struggle has been. And when you pair it to what our our strength has been, I mean, you're you're it, it's what we wanted it to be at the beginning of the year. And we've had injuries that have affected that. And we've had to carve out new roles and figure out new roles. And now you're kind of figuring that out at the right time. That That's what was so crucial is after those injuries, you had to figure out, okay, what's the roles now? And we got to yeah. bring guys on that we really weren't using as much. Griffin Herring, Gavin Gidry. Gavin Gidry wasn't even pitching at the beginning of the season. I yeah. mean, he wasn't even on the mound. You know, and they had to work him up and work Herring up and get them more innings and, and put them in tougher situations and put them in situational things, you know, in game. So, I mean, now they've built that rapport, and I feel like you're just at the right time carving those roles out. Um, and I think it's going to be really successful uh, in regional and super regional play. I'm really looking forward to see how it plays out. Um I want to talk about our opponents a little bit, Zach. Like, who's in our regional? <clears throat> the draw. Maybe we need to get to a few comments because I keep seeing comments pop up. Yeah, let's go ahead and get a few comments, and then we'll get to. We'll talk about that. Yeah, we're gonna be, we're gonna be on this on this segment for a, a, a while, pretty much most of uh, most of the the show. Uh, Robert said, "I believe we're doing a clean sleep uh, sweep this weekend." Uh, Doug, no. Speaking of opponents, said <clears throat> Sam Houston can smash. Uh, with LSU pitching issues, I think they're, they're who we need to concentrate on. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll discuss that. That's a good point. Uh, Robert said, I think Hurd going seven tomorrow with a run rule. Run rule is no longer in effect, which Doug made known. Um, yes, no longer any run uh, rule victories. You have to go the full nine. Uh, let's see what else we've got in here. Doug thinks it's going to be Floyd tomorrow. It would be nice, though. Doug thinks it's going to be Floyd tomorrow. I, I- We'll we'll talk about it. We'll we'll get to it whenever we discuss. We'll, we'll see. Uh, we'll see. I I gotta say, Doug, I really believe it's gonna be heard. But I, I again, I if if there's gonna be a change, you know, in the I, I fully believe, wholeheartedly believe that Steens <laughs> is going uh, on on Saturday. If he doesn't, I'll be shocked. I'll be shocked. Um, it'll definitely be skiing Saturday. It's gonna be skiing Saturday. I'm just <laughs> telling you right now, it's gonna be skiing Saturday. Um, but I can I can see him flipping Floyd and and and, and Herd, but I, I think I think you're more confident right now in Herd. So do you want do you want to have more be more confident in the championship game? You know, in, in game three, whenever you can sweep and go, or do you want to be more confident in game one? That's that's a good argument to make. Um, Milton Verdon said, "Little is the man. He can be. <laughs> he can be." Uh, right now he's he's struggling though. Um, Carl Dunn said he's got great stuff, but it's all mental breakdowns with little. Yeah, yeah. As Reagan mentioned, working out of the pitch. Uh, I did see this, Reagan. Car- uh, there's another Air Force pitcher in the transfer portal. That's what I'm gonna talk about. Absolutely. We he's, can talk about that at the end with uh, at, in Lang. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that at the end. Yeah. Uh, but right now we're focused still on this UCLA pitcher in the portal too. Like, after oh, heard and Paul Skeen's line one. <laughs> OSU's got a speedy leadoff. We need to keep off the base. Yeah, so uh, Reagan, uh, they're they're discussing some uh, some of the opponents in here. So Reagan, why don't you uh, mention the opponents? I, I really, uh, as you said, I really like our draw. Yeah, I think LSU got one of the best draws in the entire tournament. If you want me to be honest, I think you you have the weakest four seed in in the whole tournament. In the whole uh, tournament, but I'm not going to sleep on Tulane by any means. Like, let's not like it, it, in they're, terms they're of, hot right now. They're hot. Yeah. Exactly. They, they won their conference tournament, so they have nothing, absolutely nothing to lose. They had 19 wins on the whole season and are only in because they won their conference tournament. I mean, it was do or die for them in the conference tournament. Um, you drew them. You drew Sam Houston at a three and um, Oregon State at a two. So Tulane, I, I mean, so – the way it worked out with Nichols and UL going elsewhere and us getting Tulane and Sam Houston, I think that was huge. Um, 
UL or Nichols would have been a tough three, four. Um, Tulane at the four is a lot better um, than Nichols at the four. Uh, or or UL at the three with Sam Houston. But look, they're absolutely right about Sam Houston. Sam Houston can mash the ball. But here's the positive about our draw. We've played two of them already. We've played Tulane, and we played Sam Houston. And can Sam Houston mash the ball? Absolutely. I mean, they were beating a team, I think it was Utah Valley, in their conference uh, tournament, like 21-1. to uh, and they have one of the nation's uh, batting average leaders. His, his his batting average is higher than Dylan Cruz right now, which obviously Dylan Cruz has drastically dropped uh, uh, re- in recent you know weeks. Not that it's bad, but it's dropped tremendously from where it was. But he there's one of their bat. I don't remember his name, but his his batting average is higher than Cruz. He has over a 400 bat. I think it's like 430, uh, 435 two- or something like that. Yeah. So they've got hitters. Um, but the reality is they're not facing pitchers like the SEC has every week. And we played them and in the Round Rock Classic and put up 16 runs off 21 hits. So I like to draw at that. I like that draw at three. Um, and the reality is – And they're going to be facing schemes? Yeah, absolutely. They're, Instead of – who at that time it was Little or Heard? It was – Cooper, I think. I mean, if you see the if you see Sam Houston, they're gonna be playing schemes or high floor. Sam, at Sam Houston, you know, I think our lineup was schemes, Shores, um, Cooper early in the season. That I mean, to start the season, that's what it was. So they and probably saw maybe Cooper. So I'm I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly, it was Cooper. Um, and yeah. man, Sam Sam Houston <laughs> got the angry tigers after losing to Iowa the day before um, got 21 hits and 16 runs. And, but you're not facing Riley Cooper. You may face him in the bullpen, but you're going to face Paul Skeens. If, if we're playing Sam Houston state, it's going to be in the second game because they've beaten Oregon state. And here's the reality. Or, or if we, you know, worst case scenario, you lose to Tulane and they lose to Oregon state. You're going to be facing them in an elimination game. And it's still going to be Skeens. It's still be schemes, absolutely. I mean, worst case scenario, but yes. What What's awesome about it though is Sam Houston's going to pitch their best guy against Oregon State, um, because you want to win game one, and it's a two seed. It's Oregon State. It's a Power Five team. They're going to pitch their best guy tomorrow. So if you get Sam Houston, you're getting their second guy, and I like Paul Skeens. A lot better than Sam Houston State's second guy. <laughs> um, and Sam Houston State's second guy probably ain't near as good as what we've been facing all year long in SEC con- in conference play. Yeah, um, I'm not dogging Sam Houston's pitching by any means, but, I mean, the reality is it doesn't compare. Maybe the guy comes out there and, you know, postseason magic, he, he puts a blank on the Tigers. Possibility. Odds are that's not going to happen. Sam Houston's second guy is probably going to get touched up by LSU's lineup. Um, and with Paul Skeens going, I like our chances against their their lineup. That is pretty potent. Um, but Riley Cooper and our bullpen was able to keep them in check early in the season. With Paul Skeens on the mound, I, I'm, I'm fine with it. Um, Oregon State, Zach, a lot of people are – this is so funny to me because LSU fans were so peeved about drawing Corvallis a few years back. Yeah, 2013 or 2012. Something like that. Um, And they were so mad about that. And so, man, it is so sweet to have to send Oregon State down to Baton Rouge. Um, I – I stinking love it because I would put a beat down on Oregon State. I really do because when we went to Corvallis, they had – I think it was at when Adley was there, their catcher. Yeah, and I said 2012, 2013. That's when they were actually in Baton Rouge the last time. I I, I guess it was 28 – I think it was 28. It was 2018. Yeah, it was more recent, yeah. Yeah, it was 2018 that we went there. 
but they came, they did come to Baton Rouge uh, for a regional, I think 2012. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> the committee sends them matches up Oregon state and LSU again. Um, so it's been somewhat of a, a regular occurrence for us to face Oregon state and boy, I guess we're going there next. Apparently. Uh, I hope not for the history, but man, they beat us like a drum in that regional. Um, and I want to return the favor. <laughs> I want to return the favor. And somebody mentioned it in the comments. I don't remember who it was, but they've had some pitching issues. And, man, if you come with some pitching issues against this lineup, it's going to hurt you, um, LSU's lineup. And, and so I think our 2-3-4 draw is one of the best draws um, in the entire tournament. I mean, Clemson, Clemson at the four seed, Zach, draws Tennessee, Arkansas at the three seed, drawed Arizona and TCU. Yeah. We're at the five seed, and we get Tulane, Sam Houston, and Oregon State. Like, we got one of the best draws. Yeah. Like, for sure. Uh, I think I think Vandy also at the six seed got a really favorable draw. They drew Oregon. Um, as their two seed, and I can't remember the other two opponents, but two, three, I mean, uh, three, four opponents are definitely winnable against Vandy. But I think LSU and Vandy got two of the most favorable draws in the entire tournament. Um, I'm trying to remember the two seed, Florida, who they drew, because they, they got somebody too. Anyways, it don't matter. But uh, they, I, Florida got FAMU. I know that, but I don't know. The, I can't remember the other ones. I think it was UConn. Florida got UConn, FAMU, and I can't I can't remember the other one. Oklahoma, maybe? Maybe so. I'll but, go look at it. But I mean for for the three seed to draw TCU and Arizona. And the four seed, Clemson. Oh, Texas Tech. Texas, Texas Tech. Which yeah. Texas Tech is hot right now, man. Texas Tech is hot right now. So I I love LSU's draw. I think we got one of the most favorable draws in the entire tournament. Um, when they revealed it on Monday, I, I was pumped because I think it is a very winnable regional. regional. Um, and I'm kind of with Robert. I think we take care of business this weekend, and I think we sweep. Um, it, it's It's been a minute. I think it was like everybody's been saying like or 2019 was our last time we hosted a regional. We weren't a national seed and uh, we weren't a national seed, but 2019 was our last time uh, hosting the regional. Um, And man, I am so stinking pumped to see postseason play in Baton Rouge. Dylan Cruz, finally Trey Morgan, Dylan Cruz, finally get to enjoy postseason in Baton Rouge. Jordan Thompson? Jordan Thompson. That's another Abe one. Beloso, Gavin Dugas. And and Paul Skeens, man, Saturday night, if we win tomorrow against Tulane, that's going to be a freaking awesome environment. Um, it's going to be packed. It's going to be packed. It's going to be Saturday sold out. Uh, from what I've been seeing and what I've been reading, it's going to be sold out all weekend long. Yeah. Um, You're not going to be able Paul, to find a seat right now at all. Yeah. Paul Skeens, Saturday night in Baton Rouge, regional play to put yourself in the champion, the regional championship. Man, it's going to be it's going to be great. It, it's going to be great. I, I think LSU steps up to the plate, and I think LSU dominates this weekend. I really do. I really and genuinely believe that. I think Jay Johnson has mentally prepared LSU for this. Um, I think we've had the physical rest that we needed from the grueling grind of the SEC. Yeah, we have we have faced adversity with Auburn and State. Um, we went and kind of figured some things out in Hoover with our bullpen. Um, now we've had kind of that extended break since we kind of left a little early earlier than we wanted to. And, man, I think we come out firing all cylinders, and I, I think we dominate the weekend. I'm really looking forward to it. I, I love our draw. I think it was a great draw. Oh, and, and, and speaking of the draw, you pair with Kentucky. And Kentucky 
draws West Virginia. Yeah, they got a tough draw. And and a lot of people are picking West Virginia to win that regional. Yeah. Um. So, I, man, for a time there, West Virginia had a very good chance of winning the Big Twelve. I mean, that is a that is a tough draw. And even if Kentucky does win, they have to come to Baton Rouge again. You've already beat Kentucky this year, two out of three in Baton Rouge. Freaking love the draw. I mean, I, I really do think we got one of the most favorable draws in the entire tournament. So let's discuss lineup now because we we discussed the pitching, we discussed the opponents, discussed you know how we think the draw was. Um, do you think they stick to the same lineup um, that you had in the tournament? And by that, I mean. You know, are we going to see Hayden Travinsky at catcher, Cade Beloso at first, uh, Gavin at second, T- Thompson at short, Tom- uh, White at third, Trey in left, Cruz in center, and then Braden Joe Bear in right? Is it going to be that same lineup? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, I think we're going to see uh, some form of that. I think with Paul Skeens, you're going to get Malazzo at catcher uh, yeah. just because that's what it's been all year long. Um and definitely with Floyd, you're you're probably going to see Hayden Travinsky. I, I I would put money on it that Malazzo's your catcher with Skeens, and and Travinsky is your catcher for Floyd because that seems to be working. Um, with Hurd, I'm guessing it will be Travinsky for a more offensive lineup. Yeah, uh, if it's Hurd, if it's Hurd. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's what we're we're going to see. Um is something similar. Now, in terms of the order, I do not like Cruz White being the leadoff. I definitely don't like the Cruz Pearson White. I, I do not like that. No, I agree with you. I, 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 like want, I want Gavin Dugas, Trey Morgan, Cruz White. Um, that worked so well. So well. If you get a – if you get a, if one of the first two get on, then you have Cruz and White, and you just can't go around them. You just can't. And if you decide, okay, well, I'm going to try and walk Cruz and pitch around him, you have White up. And White has made a lot of people pay for doing that. Yeah, um, so I want to see him go back to that. I think he was trying to put Cruz in the leadoff to kind of get him going again. But I think he does go back uh, to putting them 3-4. Uh, I think that's where they belong. Uh, I liked it a lot better. Yeah, I agree. Um so would you I, – I, I agree. I think it needs to be Gavin, uh, Gavin, Trey, Dylan, White, Travinsky, Beloso, Thompson, uh, Joe Bear. Who am I missing? Yeah, Joe Bear's been hot too. He definitely needs to be in the lineup. Joe Bear. Um, Pe- Pearson. Did you say Pearson? No. Uh, who am I missing? Is that all nine? Lead off Gavin, then Trey, then Dylan, then Tommy, then Hayden, then Beloso. I go Thompson. Joe Bear, Thompson. Who am I missing? Pearson. No, because because uh, it's Cruz. No, because it's Cruz. You have not said Pearson. You're missing your right fielder. Beloso would be your DH. In this lineup that you're saying, Beloso would be your DH. Travinsky would be your uh, catcher. Catcher. And right. Trey, field, Trey at first, Joe Bear in left, and Pearson in right. Right. Yeah. Or Joe Bear in right, Pearson in left. Yeah, Pearson at the bottom. That makes more sense. I would, I would like to see Pearson at the bottom because he's been producing a little bit, and I'd like to see a guy like that turn the lineup over. Or Pearson at the top and, and Dugas at the bottom. Either way. Something like that. Either way. Um, how Which, much do you – Something that we need to point out that we talked about at the beginning of the season when we were discussing who's going to be your right fielder, Joe Bear's defense has vastly improved. I mean, the one – the one you know, not about at all. The one mistake that I think of is the Kentucky series. You know, that – I mean, that, that kind of, obviously that kind of lost you the sweep. But outside of that, it's been good. Really good. I mean, really he, good. He made two great catches in Hoover. Yeah, he did. Uh, great catches. Uh, I've, I've been really pleased with his defense. Um, so, in terms of subs, 
I mean, we know about Milosso. Do you trust Jones and Kling in this postseason? Uh, situationally, yeah. I mean, if if you need them situationally, I'd go to them. I would put Kling in as a as a pinch runner, pinch hitter, pinch runner. If you need him to face a let's lefty. Say, let's see you you. Let's say you have to have a run. Um, you you have to have a run, and Malazzo is in the lineup. Yeah, I would I would go Jared Jones. Uh, as much as he struck out and and struggled at the plate, some we know at any moment in time he can go yard. Yeah. Um, and Malazzo has never put a ball. I I mean, to my knowledge, I don't know if Malazzo has ever put a ball out in his college career. Um, I think I maybe his freshman year. Um, but Jared Jones can, and if you absolutely have to have a run. And you're like bottom of the ninth, down one. Malazzo's in your lineup. You're you're gonna you're gonna pinch hit for 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 uh, Jared Jones. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Reagan. Well, I think we have. I, I mean, have we covered everything? We'll oh, give some predictions. About, we didn't ever go back to who's gonna start tomorrow night. I know we've alluded to, like somebody said, boy. Um, we never kind of went back to that. Reason being, you drew two lanes. You're gonna get hurt. Um, yeah. I was full. I was fully on board with it being Floyd Skeens. I agree. Floyd pitched a week ago. Um, tomorrow he pitched on the Friday. On Friday, um, Wednesday, yeah, Thursday, Friday he pitched Friday against A and M. It would be a full week of rest. Whoever you draw, pick, you know, pitch him. But the fact that Tulane stole a bid and you have 19 win Tulane. At your four seed, you definitely pitch hurt. Definitely pitch hurt. Absolutely. Yep. I wholeheartedly agree. All right, Reagan. I think we need to take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, maybe hit a few comments uh, that are left and then kind of go around LSU sports. Uh, a lot of different things happening this week, uh, interesting things going on. So let's take a quick break and then we'll be back right after this. Five star hero. Your intro and outro music for the Tigers Avenue show. They ain't ready for that LSU. Go check out all his other music on all the major platforms. Don't forget to follow him on Instagram at Saints Anthem. And at Twitter at One Nation Doty. Don't forget to check out his Facebook page for all his Saints and LSU merchandise. Can't get any better than Sarah Klein Stevens, attorney at law. Her firm focuses on the needs of the elderly and maintaining their dignity throughout the process. Here for you, here for your family. Sarah Klein-Stevens, attorney at law. So a couple of uh, interesting comments here, Reagan. Robert said he thinks that it's going to be us and Sam Houston in the final. Uh, I would not be surprised at all, Robert. Not not in the slightest. With L- listen, they can hit, and absolutely. Oregon State's struggling right now with pitching. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I'll I like the chances. Yeah. Uh, he also said that he thinks West Virginia is going to come out of the uh, Kentucky regional. Man, remind me who the three seed is. I know, I know West Virginia. I don't know. Let me go back. I, I just three, had it pulled up on uh, their two three seed was tough. Like they, so like they, get, they have West Virginia, uh, Indiana, and Ball Indiana. State. Indiana. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, they got a tough draw. Um, Doug Nose also said uh, that he believes that uh, West Virginia is going to make it out of the regional, but, you know, Kentucky plays really good in that baby <laughs> park. Man, we have seen some parks that are just weird. Georgia, Kentucky, <laughs> South Carolina, Auburn. Yeah. Like, they got tiny parks, man. We need some, we need some minimum distances. Yeah, uh, I agree. Uh, uh, placed in the L- SEC rule book. Carl said down the line. I wholeheartedly agree. Uh, Carl Dunn said if Floyd starts, uh, Hayden will start. No doubt. Um, let's see. Catcher. Tyler said he thinks uh, Tommy should be in the five spot. Robert oh. said Kate at DH. Uh, not at first. Uh, let's see what else we got. Doug said Jay seems to like cruising that leadoff. Yeah, I mean, he did it last year too, didn't he? A lot, uh, if I remember correctly. Uh, or maybe I mean, that was Paul. There a lot too. Yeah, I, I mean, on, he, he's he's definitely done it a lot. Um, here's a good question. 
because I think me and you have gone back and forth a little bit on who we think stays and leaves. And we'll probably discuss this more, obviously, when the season is over. Guys, um, tell this man Ty Floyd's gone. Please, Joe please. Bear. Joe Bear pops. Uh, oh, sorry. I, I guess I quit the wrong one. Uh, what are the odds Joe Bear gets drafted and signs? I think Joe Bear stays. Yeah, I think there's year. a possibility he stays. I, I think I, Joe Bear stays. I, I really like the outlook because, uh, I, I, I mean, you're going to lose a lot of people, right? You're going to lose – I mean, you're going to lose, obviously, Skeens. You're going to lose Cruz. You're going to lose Trey Morgan. You're going to lose Jordan Thompson. You're going to lose uh, Gavin Dugas. You're going to lose Cade Beloso. Like, you're losing a lot of guys, right? Yeah. Uh, but I think there's some guys you get back that you might not be expecting to get back, like Joe Bear. Uh, I think you get Malazzo back. Now, the one that we, we probably disagree on, I for some reason, Reagan, I I, I think you Floyd might get gone. Floyd back, bro. Oh, he's gone. He's gone. I'm okay. telling you, Floyd is going to be drafted within like the first six rounds, and he's gone. We'll see. We'll see. I, I'm not saying I'm not saying you're wrong, and in fact. It, you are probably going to be right. But for some reason, I'm getting that little gut but. feeling. I don't know if it's butterflies. I don't know if it's, you know, my 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 frozen <laughs> dinner meal that I had for lunch today or or what it is. What? Okay. But I got I got a feeling in my stomach that well, he's coming back. If he he's going to be the Friday night guy, you're going to have Hurd. It's going to be it's going to be Taylor, Floyd and Hurd next year. Well, depending on who you get in the portal um he, look and if he does come back i i do not expect him to come back at all but if he does i will sing your praises and i will be just as excited but yeah. i do that'd not be do massive it. uh it, it would be massive doug said joe bear's uh dad his pops said that they made him lose 15 pounds yeah he definitely slimmed up i saw him in a video today and i was like Man, he really has slimmed up yeah. uh which is good um playing great baseball right now he's doing really good Let's see. Carl Dunn said Skeens is the National Player of the Year. Yeah, as we get into uh, just kind of all things uh, LSU, that's one of the things we mentioned. Look, three first-team All-Americans, Paul Skeens, Tommy White, Dylan Cruz, first-team All-Americans. Did Trey get in there? Not first-team, no. Was he second-team, maybe? Or did we have seen anything? It would have been announced if he was, so I'm guessing. Yeah, I haven't seen anything. Um, So, awesome, awesome. Uh, well deserved, and big congratulations to all three of those guys. Obviously, Skeens Player of the Year kind of expected that. Yep. Um, with the way he's been pitching, I mean, he's been having a uh a season to remember. Has the potential, depending on how far LSU goes, um, in this in this uh tournament, has the potential to break the rec uh the record that is held by Ben McDonald. I mean, I think he's like. 30-something strikeouts away or something he's, like that. He's at 67 right now. He's at 167 right now. Yeah, so 30, 40 strikeouts away. So he's yeah. going to have to He's gonna have to go to Omaha. He's going to have to go to Omaha. Uh, we'll see. Because, I mean, if, if you get to Omaha, if you get to the championship series, um, then he's pitching four games. So yeah. that, gives you, that gives you a good shot. That gives you a really good shot because we know he's probably going to put up double-digit strikeouts. The, the, the reality is, though, is the innings pitched is the greatest stat. Yes. Compared to all of those people on the list. I mean, he's pitched like 90 innings, and the rest of them have pitched like 150. Yeah. Like ben McDonald pitched 100, and I think, 50-something innings, and he's at he 90. He's going long in the games. Yeah, yeah. Longer than Skeens was. Skeens and was 6-7, Ben McDonald was going 8-9. Skip would also bring Ben McDonald in to close games out. Yep. You know, and, and later in the series or, or later in games, he, he would bring him back in in other games to close games. That didn't happen. Uh, any, that didn't happen anymore. Don't happen to that. <laughs> no, not all. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Robert said, I think Wake Forest Park is the smallest. Hmm. I don't probably know. All them home runs. <laughs> yeah, probably got all home their, runs. Their pitching is the like biggest. South Carolina does. Wake Forest has three, three. Friday night guys. Robert says, I smell a steak dinner. Maybe not bet going on. Maybe not steak dinner, Reagan, but I, I might I might treat you to a free meal if uh I don't know. I feel like the odds are not in my favor, that's for sure. <laughs> um, you know, if 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 Floyd goes, I feel like it's just like, you know, it was expected. But if he doesn't, maybe I deserve a dinner. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. If he doesn't know, I will buy your dinner because I'll be just okay. as 
<laughs> I'm, ex- I'm, I'm holding you to it. I'm holding you to it. Um, Reagan, why don't you tell us something about uh, the, the transfer from uh, Air Force? Yeah, yeah, I'll tell you about um, a few. And then th- after that, why don't you tell us about the basketball uh, transfer sure. we got as well? Sure, sure. Um, so, obviously, transfer portal for baseball opened up on Monday. And, I mean, there's already almost a 1,000 names in the portal. Uh, pl- plenty of – I mean, pick your poison. Um, it, it, that, that's how it is in every sport. Uh, nothing new for baseball. Um, there's tons and tons of names. So, you know, we may be losing Paul Skeens. We may be losing Floyd and some arms um, in, in the draft. But, man, you can go pluck guys out of the portal that have great numbers. And there, and there already is some guys. There's a guy from UCLA who has over – who has like 102 strikeouts on the season – uh, like a three ERA on the season, which nowadays three three ERA is good. Good. Um, a solid pitcher, UCLA pitcher. I'm trying. I'm drawing a blank on his name, uh, but he's in the portal. Like that's your herd. Like give us a ring. We, we like we we want that man. Gets the hookup. Uh, Air Force uh, has a pitcher in the portal, and and last time you got a pitcher from Air Force in the portal, it worked pretty, out pretty good. good. Uh, his name is Sawyer Hawks, uh, Sawyer, excuse me, not Sawyer, uh, Sawyer Hawks, um, 90, I think he said it's like over 90 strikeouts on the season, less than a three ERA. He's got like a two eight, uh, on the season, um, a fastball that can, that touches like 95, can get up to 97, uh, some great stuff, um, I mean, really, really great stuff, so, I mean, you got, you got two guys from UCLA and Air Force last year. Those are two guys you can go get this year. Um, and, you know, if you need those two guys, you can go get them. Jay Johnson has uh, built a program and uh, has shown his recruiting ability. I am I am not afraid with Jay at the helm in any recruiting battle. Um, if he wants to go on the portal and get somebody, I think he can make it happen. Yeah. Um, Zach, there is one guy. Robert is the guy is how I heard about him. He posted about him. There is a Juco who is committed to LSU. It's his last year um, in Juco. His name is Tanner Reeves. He is currently in the Juco college world series. He's like batting over 520 home runs and a buttload of RBIs and is currently committed and coming to LSU next year. He's an infielder. Um, so Tanner Reeves is a guy who could potentially new second baseman, new shortstop, yeah, exactly. new third baseman, be your well, second, not third, but second or short, second or third or short, something like that. Um, could definitely be a starter in your infield next year. Tanner Reeves, remember that name. I mean, dude's got like Dylan Cruz type numbers. I know it's Juco, but uh, Juco baseball isn't just some slouch, uh, especially when you're playing like Juco College World Series. Uh, type level, which he is. Um, so that's a guy who is committed to LSU currently and is coming to LSU uh, and has put up stupid numbers this year. Uh, so that's a big positive. Um, so, yeah, there's lots of names in the portal. So once this season ends and we find out, okay, this person's in the draft, this person's in the draft, you know, plenty of names in the portal uh, to go after. Um, uh, the uh, – Kentucky basketball player uh, hit the portal. Uh, Logan of Faith just got here. Um, Damian Collins, you know, this was kind of a surprise. Um, You know, it seemed like LSU was done the portal. Uh, They had that scholarship restriction. Um, I don't know if that has been lifted or if it's already been done, like they've already served that self-imposed restriction. Uh, But I guess I had my math wrong or, 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 or had my timing wrong with that self-imposed um, restriction. But Damian Collins signs to LSU. He is exactly, exactly what I have been wanting us to go get in the portal. You know, we had our big guy. We got our guards. Um, I, we needed a wing player, an, an athletic wing player. And boy, oh boy, Damian Collins is that guy. Yeah. Damian Collins was – um, McDonald's All-American. So, like, in terms of high school recruit, he is that guy. 
you know, the McDonald's Americans uh, are, are like top of the class type guys. Yeah. Five star coming out of high school has gone to Kentucky and has just lived in the shadow of other stars is what the reality is. Go watch this man's highlight tape. He is Alex Fudge. He is 6'9", stupid long wingspan, extremely athletic, like freak, you know, jump ability, uh, block shots. I mean, high flyer type guy. Um, he's exactly what you needed, a, a super athletic wing to add to this roster. Um, he is immediately the most athletic player on your on your basketball team, like oh, wow. by far, immediately. Um, wow, just super long, freak out athlete. Um, I, I'm pretty excited about him to actually see some SEC minutes. Uh, he averaged like seven minutes a game his career at Kentucky, and really just never got the opportunity to be on the court uh, because Kentucky, you know, with John Calipari has a lot of star power, and he's kind of lived in those shadows. And I think with an opportunity at LSU, he's going to shine. Um, I don't mean to talk ill about Alex Fudge by any means, but he is out of the Alex Fudge type of player, but he's way better. He's, he's way better. Um, okay. he, will, I, he will make an immediate impact on this team and could very well – you know, we were talking about, you know, you said like way early prediction of your starting five and, you know, that three – that that three four position was kind of like you know we'll see how it plays out. Damian Collins could fit that role perfectly yeah. um, as your three or four, no no question. So I'm really excited about Damian Collins. So I think the only other thing that we had uh, a couple other things uh, on the food uh, football recruiting front and just kind of kind of some cool football news as of yesterday. Uh, so Demirian Johnson is the four star defensive lineman. Out of Westgate, he committed the other day. Uh, you know, BK continues to apparently not be able to recruit. Um, but, you know, <laughs> anyways. So, another guy guy in the state. Uh, big get for, for uh, the Tigers. Followed us today on Twitter, so that was pretty cool. Um, the other news on the football side of things is LSU has air-conditioned helmets. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, I did say that, yes. So... I guess you charge them or something like that. They they last five hours. They they, they last up to five hours. So I mean, these guys are going to have air conditioned helmets like throughout an entire game, right? Wow. Like warm ups, yeah. you know, throughout an entire game, they're going to have air conditioned helmets. That's insane, Reagan. It's crazy Incredible. how far technology has advanced. Um, that you know, college football players and NFL players now uh, can can have you know I, I, to think about it, Reagan. I saw this the other day on the USFL, because um, I kind of I kind of watched the New Orleans uh, Breakers I'm, I'm not, a little bit. Uh, I also watched the Memphis Showboats. Derek Dillon going off in Memphis a little bit. Uh, kind of keep just a little bit. I mean, I'm not sitting there watching the entire game, um, but you know, keep uh, keep it up with it a little bit, dude. They got like I don't know if it's a GoPro or if it's like a, a, a helmet cam, but like you can watch a player make a play. Like they they got like. Uh, I forget who it was, but it was one of the the, the defensive linemen for uh, Memphis, and like he's got a, a camera on his helmet, and it shows him sacking the quarterback. Like they, they switch from the regular camera view wow. to like that play, and it's him rushing the. I'm like, yeah. I want this in college football, man. Like, can that. you imagine? <laughs> That'd be sick. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, just some some cool little small tidbit. News yeah, all, I mean that also just speaks to the commitment that LSU has to um, uh, give their athletes everything they need to perform at the highest level at, at an elite level. I mean, that's the kind of stuff they're putting out. So, really great stuff. All right, Zach, I think that's all we got. I think we need to get to a few comments, hit a quick break, and we'll wrap it up. So we Robert haven't. said uh, that Juco guy, he hit four home runs in the World Series, but they uh -oh. lost today and are out. Yeah, so that, still, I'm, I'm excited. For LSU. I'm excited about him. Big Doug, uh, earlier he said, over or under four transfer stud pitchers coming in for the next year. I don't know about stud. Like, what do you consider stud? Are we talking about, like, Paul Steen <laughs> stud? Or are we talking about, like, Thatcher Hurd stud? Like, I'm going to go under. I think we get three. Yeah, I go under. I go under as well. He said, I bet Jay gets at least four. 
I mean, four pitchers out of the transporter? Yeah, I, I can go that. That's probably about right. Take the line. Um, but stud pitchers, like do some straight up dudes, you know, maybe one or two. Yeah. I'd say yeah. one or two. Um, let's see. Uh Carl Dunn said this guy got over two hundred uh, er uh, over two era from the Air Force. Yeah, he's got he's having a great season. Great season. Um, do you know how bad Oregon State lost? Doug wants to know. Last I week, I, I I don't know either, Doug. I don't keep up with the what is that? Is that the Pac twelve? Is that Pac-12. the Pac twelve baseball? Yeah, no, I'm not keeping up with Pac twelve. I know Oregon Oregon Ducks won the Pac twelve tournament, so yeah. I know they didn't. So yeah, I I think they were like. Either two and done or one and two or something. I think they're kind of like LSU. So, anyways. All right, Reagan. I think that's it. Yeah. Let's hit a quick – or no, we've had two quick breaks. We've already had our two breaks for the night. Uh, appreciate you guys coming here, comment. Y'all been interacting uh, fantastically uh, over the last several shows. Uh, we appreciate and love the support. Man, really excited about this weekend. Going to be some great baseball in the box. Postseason baseball in – Alex Box, you gotta freaking love it! I cannot wait. I cannot wait for Paul Skeens to pitch on Saturday in the box. It's gonna be really exciting. Really looking forward to seeing that atmosphere. Uh, And we'll be back um, Monday probably to cover the regional. Uh, Hopefully, we'll be talking about who we're gonna play in the super regional and previewing and looking at that. Uh, And we'll be recapping the weekend. So we will see you then in the Tigers Avenue. Five star hero, take us out. Peace. Who that, 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 who that